everybody, and welcome back to Who in Review, the podcast where friends yell over top of each other about a thing they love, that thing being Doctor Who. My name is Nick G, and we are going to be breaking our podcast silence today, almost a year of it, as uh, Doctor Who has do- is going to be doing the same in a few short days. Woo-hoo! Here with me to talk about the upcoming Series 12 is Nick Z. Hello. And so... F- yeah. <laughs> As I mentioned, the next episode of Doctor Who, episode one of series 12, is going to air exactly a year after the last episode of Doctor Who we got, Resolution. Wow. Which, in my opinion, was the best of Jodie Whittaker so far. Hmm. Um, having given some distance, though often distance is having seen more episodes, but this is just literally time. What were your gen- general thoughts on the experience that was series 11? I enjoyed it. It was a romp. Hmm. <laughs> I haven't gone back to rewatch it, but what I remember from it, uh, even the low points, still were all enjoyable. I remember uh, some of the stories being clipped a little short. Mm. Like I was thinking about it today in preparation for this uh, recording, and the episode with the giant spider is just kind of ended. Yeah. <laughs> One wonders if it should have been two episodes or maybe zero episodes. <laughs> Ooh, depends who you ask. Yeah. <laughs> Well, one one was not the right amount. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. But I do remember the very awesome uh, witch finding episode. Oh man! As that, well as that is one of the ones I that is one of the ones I've gone back to watch. Yeah. So coming off of that, what what sort of broad sweeping hopes and expectations did you have for series twelve that may or may not already be true based on the information that we have? Hmm. Well, the Scooby Gang is still around, yeah. Yeah, we have the entire core cast is also going to be in Series Twelve. A lot of people thought Graham was gonna was gonna piece. Mm-hmm. Nope, he's sticking around, which I'm happy for. Mm-hmm. Will Grace be sticking around in their hearts as well? <laughs> I'm sure, but she may not be mentioned that much. Mm-hmm. I'd say Graham Graham was was perhaps a fan favorite character, even. Out of all the supporting cast, I think he was the one with the clearest and strongest character arc. Yeah. So people probably had a lot to relate to there. I guess kind of kind of reflecting what I'm hoping to see in this series. Uh, in the last series, he was sort of the only one to really put his, I don't know, key characteristic or simply his occupation to work, mm, right? As a bus the, driver. Exactly. In the yeah. episode of um, All About Rosa Parks, yeah. He was able to, like, talk the talk to the other bus drivers and uh, arrange something. I forget exactly what, but some sort, sort of, of a thieves can't for bus drivers. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Whereas with Yaz, we didn't really see anything police officer-y unless I'm forgetting something. And Ryan. Well, Ryan's just a, a dude. I guess he had that YouTube channel. Which we only of. see once and that's it. Yeah. I'm so mad that his that his his video was just entitled Hey. <laughs> that's no search engine optimization, my friend. With this this new series, he's probably gonna have a video that says listen up. So in series eleven we had this this arc of like Graham and Ryan. Yep. Um of their them coming to terms with getting to know each other without the person they both had in common being there. Mm. Yeah. And I think we pretty much did that. Especially since we got stuff with Ryan's actual father. Yeah, in uh, in resolution, we got the resolution for that in resolution. Yay! That won't play as big of a factor, I assume, Mm -hmm. in series twelve. They'll have to find new character arcs, or maybe we're going to get a little bit more of Yaz. 
I can see from casting that Yaz's family is returning. Yay! Yeah. I think that makes sense. I mean, uh, since we're going all out with spoilers here, having seen the little sneak peek of episode one, the episode that airs New Year's Day, mm-hmm. um, you know, it seems very uh, James Bondy, complete with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> complete with Stephen Fry appearing as a character called C. Uh huh. Like uh-huh. perhaps. Ah, I'm sorry, um, I cut the audio. <laughs> and so that kind of appearance, you know, it makes me think. You're like, eh, maybe somebody, uh, somebody who knows a thing or two about the law and its enforcement could shine in such an episode. Yeah, but do spy things really lend well to policing. I mean, she was. From what we've seen of Yaz's police work, she's like a beat cop kind of on the ground sort of officer, you know, kind of at the very bottom of the totem pole. Mm. But it sounded like she had aspirations to become like a detective or something more. Yeah, she wasn't quite meter maid level when mm -hmm. we meet her. So she at least has that going for her. Mm -hmm. I I feel like if we're if in the course of spy duties uh, that a scrap breaks out, it's going to be Yaz doing the punching. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's not it's not hard to uh, to miss it to all the the promotional pictures. I'm sure you see some of them. Everybody in tuxedos. <laughs> They're down into the James Bond thing pretty hard. <laughs> what is going to be not only the first episode, but the first two episodes? What entitled Spyfall? The two parters. Oh man, have returned. Oh, hey. So the very first one's going to be a two parter. The first story and the last story are going to be two parters. Oh what. <laughs> All right, good to see that they're letting a few, like, not just one story, have that extra room. Hmm. And the, starting it out, yeah, yeah. That's going to suck for the, the cliffhanger, though. Huh. I mean, it won't be so bad for the first one. It's just a few days. Mm-hmm, I guess. I mean, the, as far as I know, the season is not ending on a cliffhanger. No. Yeah. What will it? You, <gasps> you happy, happy to see the two-parters uh, return? <laughs> I know Unless another member know. of the TARDIS team wouldn't be. <laughs> No. No. Yeah, I am for sure. I think, um, yeah, there were three-parters. That's why I was remembering them. They actually actually existed. Um, I think three-parters are maybe a little too much when they're working with a series that's around 10 to 12 episodes long. But two-parters, I think, usually, usually turn out pretty nicely. Well, the other thing, too, is that back in the day when they had, like, three, four, or five parters, it was because the episodes were only about, like, half an hour Well, yeah. But, but even, now they're, like, 50 minutes? Yeah. So, like, having more than a two-part, two-parter, it just, it seems too long. I mean, I think some episodes could do it. It's just that, at least in the past, with the, the revived series, um, the patterns being that the first episode in a, in a three-parter is fantastic. The second one is just okay, and then the third one is terrible. Mm-hmm. There, there have not been very many, and that's a long time to stick to one story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we have uh, Utopia, Sound of Drums, Lost the Time Lords, which Utopia is very good. Yeah, that's it. And we have the Monk trilogy. Mm, uh, yeah, I forgot that was a trilogy. <laughs> I forgot that I too. From the response, I like. I mean, we we covered it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, let's like, let's not. Yeah, you can you can go back and listen to that to our thoughts on that episode. Yeah, not sparkling. I, but, but I think more or less again, first episode was pretty good, mm. and then it kind of uh, fell off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
I'd say most of the pinnacle peak episodes of the revived series that people think of are usually single episodes, mm-hmm. but not always. It's like, yeah, we, we get to know, you know, we get to know these characters a bit deeper. Uh, we get to spend a little longer time with the incidental characters and in a place. Mm-hmm. But some, sometimes they don't, it's not always used to maximum effect. So, I mean, I mean, the point, like, it's, it's as inconsistent as everything else with Doctor Who, right? <laughs> it doesn't, it's not good or bad. It's just a different way of, uh, of telling stories. Back in the day, when they used to do, you know, six, seven, ten, twelve parters, yeah. a lot of that was saving money because they would be the same actors in the same sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rock Quarry. For yeah. as much, as much TV as possible. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll stick by Inferno, though. <laughs> Inferno's worth all seven episodes. Wow. I've not gone back to watch that for a long time, but was that per tweet? Might be overdue. Yep. Yep. Mm. Holds up. Yeah. Holds up. Hmm. I mean, we're kind of biased though because we really like per tweet. <laughs> Rightfully yeah, so. It's big. Every, everyone's pretty pro per tweet around uh, around here. I think. Yeah. Commitment is the name of the game. He was just yeah. <laughs> he's in it to win it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, oh man. So, in. Uh, Flying in the face of of the uh, the mantra for the for series eleven, we do have some returning enemies here. Yes, mm. um, we have the Cybermen are returning. Yeah, in some capacity, it's nice to see them again. It's always nice to see what kind of version of the Cybermen we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, will Bill come back? Bill. Yeah. Didn't didn't she wind up being oh. turned into a Cyberman at the end? Oh, okay. There's a lot of shenanigans there. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, but but yes. Spoilers, sure, by the way. <laughs> I'm I'm sure there'll be like some little reference, like the doctor will, I don't know, see a Cyberman and it'll do something and there'll be like a little glint of recognition and Yaz or Ryan will be like, Doctor, what's wrong? And the doctor will be like, Oh nothing. Yeah, because it's like sometime like the last one they were pretty terrifying. They were the OG. Mm-hmm. Um when they were on that planet and they were rescuing Porridge, I think his name was. They were really fast for some reason mm. in just that episode. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that were hanging out under a mall for some mm-hmm. reason. They very wildly in most appearances. Not announced yet. Not showing up in uh, any lists of cast members or characters or anything like that. But even, well, but I think we're going to see the Silurians come back as well. They're the... Really? The lizard people. The lizard people, okay. Yes. Based solely on them being one of my favorite <laughs> monsters. And in the uh, preview trailer for the whole series, there's a, a little clip of the Doctor and friends in what appears to be a mine. The Doctor is wearing one of those headlamps. So... You only need a headlamp around. for one thing. Yep. Finding Solarius. Exactly. Oh boy. <laughs> exactly but even a wilder speculation silurians come back and in that episode it is revealed not that, th- that the silurians have been you know on earth since long before people evolved from uh, our, our lost common ancestor with apes but people evolve into the silurians in the far future because of climate change mm. whoa yeah. Mind equals blown. We're also getting back the Jadoon. Hey, those rhino which people were, police people. were asking for, I guess. Sure. They were? 
No, no. no. <laughs> oh, I'm, okay. No. <laughs> I'm like, what, really? Did I miss the memo? <laughs> I mean, sure. Because they're sort of like a galactic security yeah. kind of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. They're the rhino police. Rhino police? They're the rhino Oh, police. sorry. No, I was thinking of the the one with the, the history of India and like ah. they witness people's deaths. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But apparently only on Earth. Like some kind of creepy they will. Po- they yeah. will pop up when Jodie Whittaker regenerates, mark my words. Oh, for sure. Probably. Yeah. 100% that will, that will be the sign that will send the doctor into, oh my God, it's happening again, mm. territory. And like we, we had Smith and Jones, the Jadoon, where the hospital was on the moon and they kind of mm-hmm. came in. Oh, those guys. And yeah. And they were around a little bit uh, around like third and fourth seasons where we just had noun salad. <laughs> noun salad. And like, and lo- like, like, oh, something, something, the shadow proclamation. <laughs> oh, which wasn't, which wasn't a proclamation so much as an army or something. Yeah. Like words mean things. <laughs> but like, but <laughs> Did the did you do like a proclamation? Yeah. Is somebody saying something? <laughs> something that is being mean, said. Yeah. Did, did you never ever get much detail? I don't think so. Like we yeah. we never been to the home world or learned where Maybe. they came from. Like they're not. Oh, but this. They're not different to the Santarans. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say. Maybe they'll they'll turn into the series' Santarans or or the series' Ood. And that they're an alien group that gets a, a fair bit of development. Sure. They could, yeah. There there's there's a lot of room for demel- for development of the mm-hmm. Jadoon. <laughs> you know, when you mentioned that, all I can think of is Pokemon and how like every generation has the bird Pokemon. Ah. Or like the, like this is this generation's Rattata because they're all over the friggin' place. Ah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's all I could think of when you said that. No, I mean every every showrunner has their favorites, right? Or yeah. has their kind of pet projects. I guess um, I don't even remember the last guy's name anymore. Uh, Stephen Moffat's been that's been that long. One. It's oh, been boy. that long. It's been that long. Anyway, yeah, Stephen Moffat, I mean, kind of had carte blanche in some sense because he made up so many of the creatures or at least was running the show when they were being made up. I'm sure the people in the writer's room or writing the episodes had like a little bit more freedom than you might uh, might imagine. Hmm. And also um, hmm? the guy of Davies. Um, right. RTD. RTD. Yeah. Good old three name Davies. Um, also, you know, made up a few, but like, I don't think we'll, we'll see the farting aliens again. But, oh, uh, thank the Lord. I think the Jadoon could be developed. They could be a secret fave of Mr. Chibnall. There's no reason why they couldn't be good. I just like have no curiosity about yeah, them exactly. at this point. Yeah. Yeah, they just weren't introduced in as cool a way as the Suntarans. So we've had a little... Um, EU, I guess I'll call it, though canonicity in Doctor Who has no meaning. But, like, stuff that's not just a TV show. Like, we've had some books, we've had some audios mm-hmm. uh, that feature the J- the Jadoon, mm-hmm. um, which I have not experienced. There is this note, though, from the audio Jadoon and Chains, the sentence, the Jadoon had nothing to compare with poetry. Okay. Make of that what you will. Out of context, it means nothing, but I'm... Maybe we'll address that in uh, one of the episodes this season. Mm-hmm. The episode will be entitled, Nothing to Compare to Poetry. 
I mean, that would work. Maybe you are right title. in the wheelhouse. I'm already, I'm already interested. Yeah. So what TARDIS Wiki has done is taken stuff that people have said in interviews and put it in the past tense on this page. So I'm going to try and decipher it to get some information on the upcoming series. <laughs> okay, apparently the series is going to be, quote, darker and scarier. Ooh. An attempt to stray from the lighter and more informative tone of the previous series. I, we talking back in like hard knowledge? Ah, what the hell? I think yeah, was, the previous series. Yeah, series like 11, eleven was. I mean, I had no idea about the about the uh, family destroying um, conflict between yeah. India and Pakistan uh, and that kind of thing. Fair. Yeah, when the border first went up. Yeah, that's true. I'm sure a lot of people had no idea who Rosa Parks was, aside from that nice lady who wouldn't sit in the back of the bus. (laughs) Right? I thought It Takes You Away was kind of fucked up in terms of the family dynamic. Is it one of the blind girls who thinks a monster took her dad away, but it turns out the dad was just in, like, the alternate dimension? In an alternate dimension where his wife was still alive? Yeah, Worst Dad of the Year Award. Yeah, that guy? Yeah. Yeah. Where we were more interested in the in between and like, what the hell? Why does this exist? Like uh, the frog dimension. Yeah. Mm. Well, I, it, I say that because it manifested itself as a frog and then talked to the doctor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It ended really strangely. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did. Um, yeah. Anyway, I don't know. There's some dark moments. I attempt to stray from the lighter and more informative tone. That feels like apologizing for telling people about things. Which they shouldn't which do, not, because... Okay. Which know. I'm not okay with. If science fiction just, like, talks on and on and on about this, that, and the other, mm. like, really highfalutin concept, then it doesn't make it easy to get in there unless you already know this, that, and the other but about it's, whatever. Like, like there was one moment in... Oh, what was it called? When they're all in the spaceship. Oh, yeah. Um, with the thing that keeps eating everything? The pating? Oh, yes. yeah. The pating. The pating. Um, I... I can't remember the name of the episode. In that one. Mm. Uh, the Saranga Conundrum. That's it. Yes. Ah. Uh, um, there was one moment where the doctor was explaining about something and it was like, it was just pure exposition. Mm-hmm. Like it was pure mm-hmm. our textbook. But mostly the information was like about uh, like historical stuff. Yeah. And so what? So much of what Doctor Who did last season was like bring sort of dry historical stories to life with like characters and emotion. Yeah, you take the witch finders, yeah. you pull that that wooden alien shit right out of there. You have like a perfect episode. Right? <laughs> Man, I'm reading like this sentence is driving me bananas. Yeah. People are like, I'm mad that Doctor Who was informative. Yeah, how very dare uh-huh. Jesus. This, uh, this sounds like. This sounds like people being, quote, anti-SJW or some shit. Yeah. And it drives me fucking bananas. You sit and you learn from your TV show. So many people like to say, oh, Doctor Who actually started as an educational show, blah, blah, blah. Well, it still is. It's yeah. Pay attention. Is. Maybe it'll try to blend that a little bit more into the fabric of the storytelling. So people can't tell that they're learning. I guess. <laughs> you know what? It's it. a really clever way of forcing people to learn. Like the Animaniacs did that <laughs> so many times when they make catchy songs and you know the order of the United States presidents yeah. or all the different countries or like states and their capitals. Like they made learning fun. They kind of trick people into learning. And I feel like that's kind of how like the first stuff was just kind of beating you over the head with education. And then the later ones were kind of subtly sneaking it in and saying, oh, hey, you learned something. And then, of course, there's also the, the social commentary, but, you know, that's always going to be in everything. But, like, uh, like, like, Teams of the Punjab, that was sort of like, I know nothing about this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So like learning about it via like one family. Yeah. Yeah. Super interesting and super compelling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I guess what we're trying to say is don't apologize for trying to teach people things. Yeah, I yeah I don't like oh it's not going to be as informative because that screams anti intellectualism to me. Yeah, mm. the doctor will go in a direction that has never been seen before, delving Ooh. deeper into the doctor's personality and showing a new side that's more careless and dangerous. Okay, <laughs> uh, as opposed to haven't we seen that a lot before? Yeah, like, <laughs> tenants, uh, Smith. Although a little well, it depends a if you're talking about the doctor or the thirteenth doctor. Um, okay, that's fair, but yeah. still. Uh, mm. <laughs> The way that, but still, the way that that sentence is is phrased and in yeah. that context, it makes it sound like you've never seen the doctor before. Yeah, this a lot of this just seems to be. I assume quotes from Chris Chibnall hmm. or someone close working closely on the show, basically apologizing for stuff that people didn't like in the first season, which <laughs> I think is much bullshit. They can yeah. sit and spin. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, mm-hmm. The words Time Lord and Gallifrey would also come into play. We kind of had that once mm-hmm. in the second, in the Ghost Monument. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or they dropped a bunch more nouns. <laughs> the Timeless Child or something. Oh, yeah. And the Whispering uh, Living. The, the Deadly uh, Medical Supplies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Living Fibers. Yeah, yeah. Life Fibers, if you will. No, you're thinking Kill Kill. I am. A Dalek might appear. Yeah. Maybe, perhaps so. A little teaser. I thought I thought it was a very great, good use of the Daleks in resolution. Mm-hmm. Because again, you had one. Yeah. And mm-hmm. not even in its shell. Yeah. And it was. I mean, I feel like it's less likely to happen. Mm-hmm. But looking back on the on another new series, one Dalek episode, Dalek. From uh, Eccleston, yeah, from Eccleston's run. Mm. This resolution was way better, oh, yeah. even though I remember Dalek being fantastic. I, I, so I'm, I'm kind of curious to see how resolution will hold up. I feel like it'll hold up a lot better, mm. but no, I feel like resolution did a much better job of the the one versus many, and how like mm-hmm. when it's many, they're impotent, and when it's one, they're badass. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's true of heroes as well, right? You have a whole army of ninjas yeah. versus only the one. Yeah. Right. Well, it's the I don't storm know. Stormtrooper rule. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So I'd like to address. Speaking of Dalek, mm. uh, I'd like to address something because I believe we last left off the podcast saying we were going to do reviews mm. of New Who oh, yeah. season one, and we didn't do that. I mean, we got very busy. Yeah. We that. have every everyone who is on this show, like all six of us, have moved. Yeah, and yeah, since in the past year. Yeah. yeah. Um. A lot has been happening, but speaking editorially, we did do a review of series one, and I thought it was it was sort of like it was so mean that it wasn't entertaining. No. <laughs> I, I, it was kind of yeah. I was because I, I was about to say, oh, you know what? I thought that, but all of series one is just just hot garbage. <laughs> like it's terrible uh-huh. and. Doing that made me realize it, but it was also made it uh, not not that fun to do. So no, yeah, we uh, we'll be torturing ourselves with going back to fifteen years ago. Mm. Wow, and covering the uh, oh dang, it really has been that long. The new series, yes, it has. It's going to be ever forward. We're going to cover series as they come out. Yeah, 
I, I feel like part of that um, is because we finished with Eccleston and then we got into Tenant and then we got up to the point in Tenant where we're like, oh god, no, I don't want to watch this. I think that was the first episode for <laughs> I was excited for Eccleston, super disappointed after watching the season. Yeah. Mm. And then in the first episode of Tenant, he's be like, I could shit on you for being a woman so easily mm. and ruin your career. And I'm like, what the fuck? <sighs> Holy shit. Yep. It's aged so badly. Yep. Yeah. Oh. This is why we're just like, no, please. Oh, God. Anything but this. Rather stay in the present or maybe the occasional like, like old episode. <laughs> so what do you guys think about like the first episode of this new season is on New Year's Day? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about that? That's what they did last year. It was a special last year. It was a special. It was a one-off. Oh, yeah. We didn't get a special this year. What the heck? No. I think think they have a mandate is to have Doctor Who be on TV in every year. So it was on January 1st, 2019. So it was on in 2019. Hmm. Are you kidding me? It's my my guess. But, like, why else would they do something stupid like that? (sighs) Um, But, like... We're airing it on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. but that's not the regular day that Doctor Who airs. No. Because mm-hmm. we're con- continuing, we're picking it up on the Sunday following. Yeah. So why? I guess because people, <laughs> because as we all know, people uh, are habitual in their TV consumption. Mm. And so if they watched it on New Year's Day last year, they'll watch it on New Year's Day again <laughs> this year. I don't think there's been enough time to develop a habit. <laughs> It's not like the Christmas specials where, you know, you watch the Doctor Who special and get drunk. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can get drunk on New Year's Day. Yeah. Um, it's New Year's Day. But like like Christmas in the UK is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or like uh, like TV wise, sorry. Yeah. Um, but New Year's Day, yeah. Maybe they figure they can get more people watching. I because guess. Because less on. It could be. It could be. I mean, I wonder if maybe it has something to do with ending the season or rather the series a little bit earlier not in terms of uh, length of episodes or number of episodes but in terms of the time of year that it ends (laughs) why didn't they have the first episode tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) yeah go for it because it's got to be on in 2020 Contractually obligated to have a full series in 2020, I guess. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and we're also apparently getting a special, yeah, in addition to this, in addition to this 10 episode series. Yeah, but like not a Christmas special, just a quote special. As far as we know right now, special. Huh. It could just be a New Year's special again. But what? But they're airing a regular episode on New Year's. Well, no, no, no. What I what I mean is that maybe maybe this is the pad. Like for the longest time, yeah, Doctor Who was pretty. Regular, mm-hmm. you know, it was never very long in the, in the new series iteration in terms of full series. Um, but for a while, we would get it every year from like April through to September mm-hmm. or whatever. Once a week, yeah. But I wonder if maybe with Chibnall the way he's doing it, or the way that the BBC is you know, forcing it to be done now, or whatever, if the pattern is. A special on the New Year's Day, one year, and then the next year a series, and then the next year a special on New Year's Day, and then the next year a series. Assuming it goes that long. Yeah. This is, allegedly this special is in 2020. Okay. 
allegedly. So it could it be could Christmas be special. Christmas special, yeah. It could be. I, I have to say, I kind of enjoyed Resolution not having to be, like, Christmassy. Yeah. Because yeah. it doesn't yeah. have to be. <laughs> it, ma- it makes it, you know, easier to watch uh, mm-hmm. all, all times of the year. And the other thing we got here is a is episode titled, the episode after Spy Falls, entitled Orphan 55. Ooh. Mm. That sounds very sci-fi-y. Some, some kind of future mm. where the, the orphanage, they just number the orphans. <laughs> I don't know, maybe it's some sort of historical reference to uh, an orphanarium that did number them. Boy. <laughs> or some kind of robot. Ooh. This is being an orphan. <laughs> um, why, why was I programmed to feel pain? Holy shit. The villain in Orphan 55 was so terrifying that even being on set behind the scenes had cast and crew frightened. Wow. It must be no bug. pressure. Yeah, it could only be Bob. Orphan 55. TV Tropes has a little summary. Having decided that everyone could do with a holiday, the doctor takes Graham, Yasmin, and, and Ryan to a luxury resort for a spot of rest and relaxation. However, they discover the place where they are having a break is hiding a number of deadly secrets. What are the ferocious monsters that are attacking Tranquility Spa? Dun dun dun. <sighs> All listed on the aliens' enemies for this season is wizard-like character. <gasps> oh my god, <laughs> wizards! <laughs> the deadliest of them all. Se- the season's got everything, man. Man, yeah. wizards and spaceships. Woo! Yeah. Next, you're gonna tell me there's gonna be like dinosaurs with lasers. Hmm. Wait, didn't Chris Jamel do that episode about with dinosaurs in space, not with lasers? Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Exactly. That's literally what it was called. Yes, it was. And that was Chris Chibnall. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm, indeed. Anyway, it sounds like a sequel to that. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Wizards in Uh, space. Any any other uh, uh, notes, comments, hopes at Series 12? I'm standing by my Silurian prediction. Ha. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know, man. Like first. with your Silurian thing, it kind of makes me think of um, Chrono Trigger and how, like, oh. you know, things could have evolved one way or the other. But it's just like the mammals ended up taking over the reptiles. Yeah, and well, I feel like because Lavos fell on the reptiles, couldn't keep up with their cold-blooded bodies or something. Yeah, that would that would do like a um, Uh, like a time travel within the story kind of thing, which I always love. Mm. Yeah. I think we're going to see them. I think that whole, you know, not only is the old, uh, the no old monsters rule already clearly off. Yeah. I think it's just yeah. 100% off. We're going to see a lot. What about, of the old what about wizard-like character? <laughs> Maybe it's a Silurian. Silurians could have magic. Could they? Sure. Why not? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Any sufficiently advanced technology might as well be magic. No, yeah, true. Also, also listed under aliens and enemies, pyrotechnicians. <laughs> <laughs> like all of them are a specific group. Do they go to a concert and they uh, try to kill them with fireworks. Oh man, they go to a concert, and that racist guy from the future is a pyrotechnician. Oh no! Oh man! Oh. Man. Didn't he get sent to like the dinosaurs? 
So maybe he found a way to, to come back with his mastery. Didn't, didn't he just? Didn't he just leave? No, um, no. The doctor. He yeah, had like wasn't a the doctor. It, he had one of those little Huzma jiggers, but then like Ryan was the one that just like mm, threw yeah, it yeah. at him. Had no idea where the heck it sent him, but then I just sent him to like so far back in the past that like they're dinosaurs. There's no technology. He probably would have gotten stepped on by a brontosaurus by that point. Hmm. So like he was just kind of swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. I feel like the whole point of that character was just to be like, hey, guess what? Even in the future, people are going to be assholes. Mm. It's too bad we can't throw them into the past where they belong. All right. So there's a section in this, in this, uh, on the TARDIS wiki entitled Rumors. Mm. And I'm not going to read them because no? I think they're, I don't think there's anything to them. There's, People might have said something on a message board once. Like, there is one, however, that I think may be of interest. Uh, the Sea Devils could return. <gasps> oh my god, the Sea Devils! Okay, if we get Sea Devils and no Silurians, he'll be happy. Hundred percent fine with that. Yep. As long <laughs> as the Doctor also does some fencing. Ooh. Yeah, I was gonna say we gotta get a we gotta get a fencing uh, yeah fencing match in there. Yeah, and I man, I would be totally jazzed to hear a uh, modern take on the Sea Devils theme of music. Ooh, the, the farty synths, <laughs> farty kazoo's. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I mean, they'll still use synths. They'll just probably use ones that sound yeah. Like music. Yeah. Um, I'd be curious, very curious to see the Sea Devils in twenty twenty twenty. Because mm-hmm. I feel like they looked real bad when they showed up in the series the one time they did. Wasn't that like a Trouton series? Or am I thinking of something else? No, I'm thinking was, the Ice Warriors. It's the Ice Warriors it's, made a yeah, return. Yeah. Effectively as well. Mm-hmm. That was a great episode. Cold War. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the Sea Devils was you, a Davison, right? Pertwee. It was basically a sequel to the Solarians. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It started out with but Pertwee, water. but then there was also... Something similar with Davison. Were they like in a submarine? Oh, where oh, is the deep? That was so bad. <laughs> so bad. Maybe that's why it stuck out so much. Though they did have a good Davison, you human speech. Nah. <laughs> There's got to be at least one. I always, <laughs> I always appreciate. All right. Well, that being that, uh, we will be back in uh, three or four short days, depending on when you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Um, for our review of Spyfall Part 1. Yes. Which will be airing January 1st, 2020. Ooh. My 34th birthday. It won't be a long episode, and there might not be very many of us, because you and I have to scoot very mm-hmm. quickly after <laughs> quickly after the episode. Um, and uh, we're going to Magfest. Also, we come back We come back on the day that the second episode airs. <laughs> oh, boy. So we're going to see how this works. Mm-hmm. But uh, we should be getting something out, some kind of review of Doctor Who filmed entertainment out to you on the internet. So uh, stay tuned for that. And then I think after this week, we'll, uh, the whole the whole gang will probably be around and we'll, uh, we'll get some hearty discussion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So thank you for listening, everybody. You can find my book, Beowulf, a mostly modern verse translation on Amazon.com or any Amazon of your choosing. The whole, the whole world? Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody, and we will talk to you soon.